0: Remember, a Hallmark card when you care enough to send the very best. Tonight, from Hollywood, the makers of Hallmark greeting cards bring you Douglas Fairbanks in Anthony Hope's The Prisoner of Zenda on the Hallmark Playhouse. Each week, Hallmark brings you Hollywood's greatest stars in outstanding stories chosen by one of the world's best-known authors, the distinguished novelist Mr. James Hilton.
1: And this is James Hilton. Tonight on our Hallmark Playhouse, we present our dramatization of Anthony Hope's play, The Famous and Ever-Popular Prisoner of Zender, a play which placed a new and imaginary country on the map, the country of Ruritania. In his reminiscences, Anthony Hope tells how, as a young lawyer in the city of London in the gay 90s, he was walking back from a courtroom in which he had just won a case when the whole idea of Ruritania and Zender came into his head. And he also says that once, during the writing of the play... He was in trouble because he had got the prisoners so tightly shut up in Zender that he just couldn't think of a way to get him out. But he succeeded in the end, as you'll see. And I think you'll agree that it's just the sort of story that gives our star this evening the kind of part that he enjoys playing and that we so greatly enjoy him in. For he's none other than that fine actor and prince of adventure, Douglas Fairbanks himself. And now here is Frank Goss from the makers of Hallmark Cards.
0: When you're looking for a way to say something to someone you care for, look for a Hallmark card and you'll find the right words. Because Hallmark cards are designed to say what you want to say, the way you want to say it, and in the good taste you demand of anything that bears your personal signature. That's why Hallmark on the back of a greeting card has come to mean you cared enough to send the very best. And now, Hallmark Playhouse, presenting Anthony Hope's Prisoner of Zenda, starring Douglas Fairbanks.
1: Every year there came a rose with its simple message Rudolph Flavia always. And Rudolf Rassendil, the tall red-headed Englishman who received it, would hold it in his hands and dream once more of a strange adventure. He would dream of a woman, of a kingdom, of a castle, and of a prisoner held within the castle's dark walls, the prisoner of Zenda. <laughs>
2: I hold a rose in my hand. And once more, the adventure begins anew for me. Once more, I stand in the forest beyond Zender Castle, staring in amazement at a tall, red-headed man. And he stares back in equal amazement at me. By my beard. This is
0: the most amazing thing that ever happened to me.
2: Looking at you is like looking into a mirror. It's incredible. <laughs> well, the likeness is incredible, isn't it? <laughs> It's not possible. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> Who are you? I... Well, I... I uh, I'm an Englishman. My name is Rudolf Rassenville. Who are you? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I'm Ru- Ruritanian. My name is Rudolf Elfberg. Your Majesty. Oh, but of course that explains it all. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> We're cousins. Yes. The Rassendils and the Elfbergs. Well. Now, uh, tell me, what are you doing here in the forest of Zender? I came to Ruritania to see Your Majesty's coronation tomorrow. Ah. I stopped off at an inn nearby. I'm going on to Strelzow early in the morning. Yes, I too will go to Strelzow early in the morning. Hmm. I came out here for a little relaxation and rest before the long wearing procedure tomorrow. Yes, I can quite understand. Come and dine with me. We must get better acquainted. You know, a man doesn't meet a new cousin every day, and particularly one who is his very image. Hmm. I have no house of my own here, but my brother Michael has given me the use of his hunting lodge. And the affair is simple, but I shall feel most honored if you'll share it with me. Yes, I hold a rose in my hands. And the whole adventure begins anew for me. Once more, I sit across the table from the king of Ruritania. Once more, we knit the hours together with tales and laughter until at last, reluctantly, we acknowledge the lateness of the night. And the king shows me to a room in the hunting lodge. Once more, I'm awakened from an uneasy sleep by a loud pounding at my door. (laughs) Yes, 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 I'm coming. Good morning, Mr. Rassendel. Good morning. I'm Hi. Colonel Zapp, His mm. Majesty's aide. We met briefly last night. Oh, yes, yes, I remember. I'm sorry mm. to awaken you at such an hour, but mm. it's an hour of great peril for one who became your friend last night. No? Permit me to close the door. No one must overhear. What's this all about? The king has been drugged. I just came from his room. I can't rouse him. Drugged? Why? By whom? Several of the servants in the lodge are in black Michael's employ. Any one of them might have done it. Black Michael? The king's brother. I've warned the king repeatedly that Michael is trying to usurp the throne, but uh, uh, it is difficult to tell a man with uh, red hair anything. <laughs> yeah. Is Michael in the lodge? No, he hasn't been here since we came. Unless I miss my guess, he's in Strelzau now. Quite confident that the king will not appear for his coronation today. You want me to ride for a doctor? Uh, no, I sent for the doctor some time ago. He's with the king now. I want you to ride for Strelzow. Strelzow? As a man grows old, he believes more and more in fate. Fate sent you here. Fate sent you now to Strelzow in the coronation. You must take the king's place. But you can't be serious. The doctor says it will take about 24 hours for the effects of the drug to wear off. As soon as his majesty is able, he will return and Michael will have lost the game forever. Michael can denounce me as an imposter the moment I arrive in Strelzow. How can he without exposing himself? No one else could possibly tell you apart. Lad, if you don't go, I swear to you, Black Michael will sit tonight on the throne and the king will lie in prison for his grave. Once more, the moments come to life and memory. Once more, we carry the king to a remote cellar under the lodge, leave him there with a the doctor and one of his men to guard him. Once more, Colonel Zapt... And a younger aide, Fritz von Tallenheim, and I mount our horses and start for Strelzau. Once more, as we ride, the colonel schools me most minutely in the details of the king's past life, of his family, his tastes, pursuits, weaknesses, friends, companions, servants, of his love for his beautiful cousin, the princess Flavia. Once more, I ride toward the most triumphant hour of another man's life. solemnly promise and swear to govern the people of this kingdom according to the statutes in parliament agreed on and the respective laws and customs of the same I solemnly promise so to do now is crowned king of the Ruritanians he and no other once more the crown is placed upon my head Once again, I walk into the warmth of the sunlight and the warmth of the waiting people. I hold a rose in my hands. And once more, Flavia stands before me. Flavia, loveliest of all women in the kingdom. Flavia, most unforgettable of all women in the world. Flavia, destined by birth and by the desire of both king and people to be queen of Ruritania. Flavia.
3: May I offer your majesty my congratulations?
2: Congratulations?
3: And your coronation. Surely you've not forgotten already.
2: (laughs) When you smiled just now, kingdom and crown vanished. I'm not your king, I'm your slave.
3: How strange to hear a pretty phrase from you. You've never been given to pretty phrases before, Rudolph.
2: Perhaps I've never really looked at you before.
3: You've changed somehow, Rudolph. In the ten days since I last saw you, you've changed. In what way? I, I I don't quite know. But there's a different look in your eyes. Your face seems thinner. You look almost careworn, worried. Surely it's not possible that you've begun
2: to take anything seriously. I'm king now, and there are many things I must take seriously. My kingdom, my people, you...
3: I have not said that you were to take me seriously, Rudolph.
2: Flavia, I don't know what your sentiments are towards me. But this I can tell you with all truth and honor. I have loved you as long as I have known you. Rudolph, you
3: have changed. I can hardly believe I'm talking to the same man. And now I almost feel as though I could. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel.
2: Flavia, this isn't fair. It isn't right. I must tell you the truth. I am not... Yes? I'm sorry to interrupt your majesty, but there are several foreign dignitaries waiting. I'm sorry. I've
3: stayed much longer than I should. Good day, cousin Rudolph.
2: Good day, cousin Flavia. Observe how difficult it is, Colonel Zapp, to lead another man's life, even for a few hours. Mm -hmm. Come. Let's mount our horses and return to the hunting lodge. The king will surely have recovered by the time we reach there. I've had enough of this masquerade. The scepter grows too heavy for my hand. And for my heart. Black Michael is in the reception room. I can apologize to the foreign ambassadors and ask them to return tomorrow, but uh, it would hardly be advisable. Why, Warren? I... Oh, no, I wouldn't dream of such a thing. <laughs> by all means, ask my brother to come in. Your Royal Highness will be so gracious as to enter. His Majesty is waiting to see you. Thank you, concept. I have called to offer my congratulations, Your Majesty. Are we to be so formal, Michael? We were taught to be formal on formal occasions, were we not, my brother? But now the formalities are over, and between brothers... I have called officially. I have come not as a brother, but as a subject to pay my respects. Now that I have paid them, I will bid your majesty good day. A strange leave-taking for brothers. A strange meeting for brothers. Good day, your majesty. (laughs) We've shaken up Black Michael. We've really shaken him. He knows, though. Of course he knows. Come,
1: we must return to the lodge as quickly as possible. The king must be back in his capital tomorrow.
2: I hold a rose in my hand. And once again I ride from Strelsau to the forests of Zenda. Once again, Colonel Zapt and I enter the dark hunting lodge. Once again, we hurry below to the cellar where we have left the king. Once again, I fling open the door. He's gone. The king is gone. In the name of God, where is he? Michael? Yes, of course, Michael. His men must have found the king. Look, there's blood on the floor. There's been a struggle here. We must get back and rouse every soldier in Strelthal. Every moment counts. The king may be murdered while we stand here. I see the game now. I see it. Michael planned to drug the king and then have him murdered. A hunting accident. It would be easy to explain to the people. Of course. If you and Fritz and I hadn't gone to Strelzau, We would all be dead now. Well, Michael hasn't won the game yet. We'll go back to Strelzau. Highland. we we'll go back. It's our only chance. They won't kill the king while you're in Strelzau. How do you know he's not already dead? Because you are alive. Michael won't kill the king and risk having you keep the throne... or expose him to the people... It is one or the other if the king dies, isn't it? Michael has to find a way to get you first. And while he's working on that... While he's working on that, we'll find the way to save the king. That's it, lad. That's it. Back through the gloomy forests of Zender. Back through the dark countryside to the brightly lit capital of Strelsoff. Back to the castle where Fritz waits with exciting news. One of the servants got here from the lodge. He escaped some way, heaven knows how. They've taken the king to Zenda Castle. He's held prisoner there. Held prisoner at Zenda. Yes, I hold a rose in my hands. And once more the adventure begins anew for me. Once again I walk the hours... Thinking, planning, fighting, in every means I can devise to rescue the prisoner of Zenda.
0: just a moment we'll return to the second act of Prisoner of Zenda, starring Douglas Fairbanks. Have you ever watched the joy in a woman's face as she shows you through her new home? Or the pride of the man of the house as he explains that only the latest equipment was used in his new home? Yes, to all of us, moving into a new house is one of the special occasions of life. It's something we dream about, plan, and look forward to. And it's one of those special occasions for which hallmark cards are made. Just as you look for a Hallmark card to carry your thoughts to your friends on other important days, you'll find there are Hallmark cards to send to folks who are moving, to wish them happiness in their new home, and to let them know you are thinking of them on this occasion that means so much to them. There are also Hallmark cards to tell your friends that you have moved and to welcome them to your new home. In fact, for most any occasion, you can find a Hallmark card that expresses your feelings exactly. One that says what you want to say, just the way you want to say it. And remember, that familiar hallmark on the back also says what you want to say. It says you cared enough to send the very best. Now back to James Hilton and the second act of Prisoner of Zenda, starring Douglas Fairbanks.
1: Yes, the rose came every year and the tall, red-headed Englishman who received it would hold it in his hands and dream once more of a strange adventure. He would dream of the days, the weeks, and the months he lived as a king in Straussau.
2: I hold a rose in my hand, and beyond its petals I see once more the pages of a letter. Once more I stand in the king's chambers with Colonel Zapt, reading that letter. If the king desires to know what it deeply concerns him to know, let him enter the summer house at the end of New Avenue at 12 o'clock tonight. If he neglects the invitation, his life will be in danger. Let him show this to no one, or he will ruin a woman who is trying to aid him. Black Michael does not pardon. Once more, I walk through the dark streets with Colonel Zapp beside me. Once more, I mount the rickety steps of the summer house. Again, Colonel Zapton and I stand in the lantern light, looking into the anxious eyes of a very beautiful
4: young stranger. Listen carefully, Mr. Rasendil, for I've only a few moments. I'm Michael's fiancée. Au revoir. What are you doing here? Michael plans to kill you when the king seize the throne and... marry the princess Flavia himself. If he marries, her, I've very little to live for. He loves me, but he's ambitious. If he cannot fulfill his ambitions... Perhaps there is still hope for me.
2: Can you tell me where the king is?
4: In the dungeons that lie under Zender Castle to the left of the drawbridge, there are two small rooms. One is behind the other. In the first room are three of Michael's most trusted followers. The king is in the room beyond. They've laid very careful plans. In the event that anyone is able to force his way into the first room, two of the men who guard will fight to the death, giving the third time to get inside the other room and kill the king. You must find a way to outwit them, and you must move quickly... Oh, the king is ill.
2: Colonel Zepp tonight we ride for Zenda. And tomorrow the rightful king of Ruritania must be back on his throne. You're moving swiftly? I must move swiftly. The faster I move, the better chance I have of catching them off guard. We must leave within the hour. In the last few minutes of this hour, I will spend with the princess Flavia, if she will see me. <laughs>
3: a long time ago you asked me to marry you. And recently we discussed it again. Do you still want me?
2: With all my heart.
3: Then with all my heart, I'm
2: yours. Oh, Flavia, the night is on fire with things I would say to you, and yet I can say none of them. I
3: know.
2: It's hard for me to find the words to. Isn't it strange how quickly,
3: how suddenly one can fall in love? I've known you all my life, Rudolph. And yet I don't think I actually fell in love with you until the day of your coronation.
2: Do you mean that, Flavia? Do you really mean that? Yes.
3: You turned to me and you smiled. And your eyes seemed different. and then you spoke. And even your voice seemed different. (laughs) I suppose they seemed different because I was... I was suddenly in love.
2: Flavia, Flavia. What... What if I were not king?
3: If you were not king, I would put aside my crown. I would place my hand in yours and I would say Let me follow you Let me call your house my castle And let me call your heart my home
2: Flavia Will you take this ring? I've worn it for many years Will you wear it even though you wear another when you're queen?
3: Whatever rings I wear This I will wear always
2: Flavia I will love you as long as I live as long as I live. Flavia. I hold a rose in my hands. And once more I take my leave of Flavia in the royal gardens. Once more I mount my horse and call to the king's men to follow me. Once more, I ride the highways of adventure to the castle of Zenda. Once more, I cross the drawbridge into Zenda, Fight my way with the king's gallant and loyal followers to the dungeon. Once more, I hear the ringing of steel on steel in my ears as I fight and maneuver until I stand with my back to the inner door. My sword and my life had crossblades with death. Death to both kings of Ruritania if I lost the encounter. And then, once more, I feel that sudden, fiery pain shoot through me, and despair engulf me as consciousness slips away. I hold a rose in my hands, and again I'm in a chair in the castle of Zenda, and Colonel Zapt is beside me. You have saved the king's life. You almost lost your own in the bargain, but praise God, somehow, you managed to come out of it alive. <laughs> I thought I was done for when I lost consciousness. You no, know, by the time you <laughs> fainted, Michael's followers were routed. His uh, Majesty is waiting to see you. How is he? Well, naturally, he's weak from the confinement, and he has a fever, but the doctor says he'll be all right. It seems the Elfbergs uh, and uh, the uh, Rassendils come up uh, uh, sturdy stock. <laughs> <Come>. <laughs> Rudolph Rassendil? Your Majesty, I owe you a great deal. I don't even know how to begin to thank you. Oh, I want no thanks. This was a courtesy between cousins. Ah. <laughs> when are you returning to England? I leave within the hour, sir. So soon? Well, we cannot both remain in Ruritania, Your Majesty. No, I suppose not. I'm sorry. I should have liked a chance to know you better. I shall never forget you. Nor I you. God keep you, cousin. And you, cousin. Rudolph, you've still a few moments before you must leave for the train, and Princess Flavia is waiting to see you. Flavia? What is she doing here? She heard of the struggle with Black Michael. She came at once... I have told her everything. You've told her? Yes, I'll uh, send her in. Flavia. Oh, my God! My darling. Oh, Flavia, I've lived a lie for many weeks, but believe me, one thing was not a lie. From the moment I first saw you, the world has held but one woman. And until I die, there will be but one woman in the world for me. Oh,
3: Rudolph.
4: What are we to do? What are we to do? What can we do?
2: Honor leaves us without choice. You are a princess and pledged to the king. The hours we shared were borrowed from him. And now the skeins that bound us for those few brief moments have been cut. And we must go to our separate destinies.
3: No, Rudolph, no. It can't end like this. My dear, it can.
2: And it has. I will love you... And miss you always. And beyond that, there's nothing to say except goodbye. No, Rudolph. No. Goodbye, my darling. Rudolph. Rudolph. Rudolph! hold a rose in my hands, and once more I ride away from the castle of Zenda, with her voice in my ears. Never more would I hear my name spoken as she spoke it. Never more would my heart lift to meet her smile. Never more would I know love except in memory. And those days when I played the king in order to rescue the prisoner of Zenda seem very far removed. Until I receive the rose and read once more the words Rudolph, Flavia, always. And so shall it be in my heart. Eternally. Rudolf, Flavia, always.
0: James Hilton, we'll return in a moment. When you select a card to send to a friend who is having a birthday, or starting a new job, or getting married, have you ever thought that you're buying the one thing that is always bought for others, never for yourself? And like all gifts, it is a reflection of your taste. You want to know it's right. Want the receiver to recognize its quality. That's why, when selecting a greeting card, so many people look for Hallmark cards. They know you can always find a Hallmark card that says what you want to say, just the way you want to say it. They know also that that hallmark on the back carries a meaning. It's like a stamp of approval on your own good taste, like the label of a fine store, like sterling on silver. It's a mark of distinction that all quickly recognize, for that hallmark on the back of the card you send tells the receiver that you cared enough to send the very best. Here again is James Hilton. Thanks for a most thrilling performance,
2: Doug. We all enjoyed it. Oh, I'm glad, Jimmy. I enjoyed the evening myself, as I always do when I appear in the Hallmark Playhouse. There's always such a friendly atmosphere here. Well, you know, we Hallmark people have a
1: tradition of friendship to uphold. Yes, and you certainly do a good job of increasing friendship and kindness everywhere. You certainly do a lot of that yourself, Doug, with all your work for organizations that are promoting international friendship. You've been made National Chairman of America Relief for Korea, haven't you? Yes,
2: and I'm very honored by the appointment. As you can imagine, there are many Koreans, some three million actually, who are ragged and homeless today and certainly will die this coming winter unless we can give them some help. Winters are bitter cold in Korea and they desperately need warm clothing, so we're asking everyone to open their closets and save a life by giving their used
1: and unneeded clothing to the American Relief for Korea today. Well, I know you'll find all Americans sympathetic to that cause, Doug. Uh, Won't you tell our Hallmark Playhouse audience where to send their clothing? Well, we've made arrangements in most communities for them to be picked up locally. But
2: anyone who does not have such facilities can mail their clothing direct prepaid to American Relief for Korea, or the short name ARK, A-R-K, at Massbeth, Long Island,
1: New York, or Oakland, California. Well, thank you again, Douglas Fairbanks. And now I'd like to tell you and the Hallmark Playhouse audience about our story for next week we shall be happy to present Muriel Elwood's Web of Destiny, a poignant story of frontier life during a very exciting period of American history. And as our star, we shall have one of Hollywood's best-loved actresses, Jane Wyman. Until next Thursday, then, this is Jane Hilton saying good night.
0: Look for Hallmark cards that are sold in stores that have been carefully selected to give you expert and friendly service. Remember a Hallmark card when you carry it out to send the very best. Douglas Fairbanks can currently be seen in the delightful comedy Mr. Drake's Duck. The role of Flavia tonight was played by Lorene Tuttle, Betty Lou Gerson was Antoinette, and Ben Wright, the king. Herbert Butterfield was Colonel Zapp, and Ted DeCorsia Michael. This is Frank Goss saying goodnight to you all until next week at the same time, when Hallmark Playhouse returns to present Jane Wyman in Web of Destiny. And the week following Bellamy Partridge's country lawyer starring Fred McMurray and the week after that Isabel Dick's wild Orchard on the Hallmark Playhouse. This is the CBS radio network. This is KMBC, Kansas City, Missouri.